Hello and welcome to the Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxter's. On the Little Things in Life, brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. good it is to be home. Oh, darling. <laughs> Let me take your coat. Uh, oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> Only it's not my coat. Huh? <laughs> well, that's a story. Wait till I tell you. Uh, looks like your coat. That's the problem. I tell you, I have had the worst 24 hours. Oh, honey, have you? Well, we have some things to tell you, too. It's been a pretty lively 24 hours around here. But you tell us about you first. Oh, come on in the den, Daddy. I just built a fire. Oh, oh say that looks cozy. Oh, my golly, it's good to be home. Uh-huh. Nothing like home, huh? <laughs> After just one day, you're glad to be home? Listen, I get homesick the minute I start out on a business trip. I can't wait to get home every day at the office. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, <sighs> tell us what happened. Well, first of all, the weather was terrible. I know. You were so right. Just driving to the airport, I felt like Perry discovering the North Pole. We could hardly see 20 feet in front of the car. Really? Did the plane take off for Chicago on schedule? No, no. That started Oh, dear. They announced there'd be a half-hour delay, so, Mm -hmm. well, I was with Joe Rutger, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Joe and I decided to get a sandwich and some coffee. Of course, we no sooner got the sandwich and the coffee when they suddenly announced the plane was ready for departure. Oh, it never fails. So, we jumped out. What kind of a sandwich did you get? What? Oh, I don't know. What difference does it make? You always ask the most peculiar questions. <laughs> well, I got a ham and Swiss cheese on Ryan. Joe got a tuna fish, okay? Yes, all right. Go on, go on, go on. Mom always wants to know what people had to eat. Well, because most of my life revolves around food, I guess. Go on, dear. Well, anyway, Joe and I jumped up. He uh-huh. paid the check while I raced to get my coat. I grabbed that, and we went tearing off to the departure gate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And just barely got on the plane, really? which was the worst trip uh-huh. I have ever had. Mm. Bumpy? Wow. Oh, dear. Oh, Daddy, were you scared? Certainly I was scared and darn glad when we got to Chicago. But it wasn't until we got to the hotel room. Uh, wait, 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 no, it was before that. Mm-hmm. I went to put my gloves on. We were trying to get a taxi to the hotel, and I discovered I had no gloves. Why, you had gloves when you left here. You are always losing your gloves, or at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but this time both were gone. Oh, not the new oh. fur-lined gloves you got for Christmas. Right, oh, right. I, I was so oh. mad at myself, yeah. I, I couldn't think where I left them. Well, anyhow, we got to the hotel, and I decided to take everything out of my coat pocket. Even my scarf was gone, and suddenly I found these car keys, but not Joe's car keys, which he had handed to me when we left his car at the airport parking lot. I was supposed to drive his car back here tonight. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Whose car keys were they? They belonged to the man whose coat I had taken by mistake. Oh, Oh, no. Well, what what happened? What do you mean? At the airport at Bradley when we left, apparently... I grabbed this coat from the rack, and it looked just like mine. So somebody must have taken yours. Yeah, yeah, right. And before I took his, because there were only three other coats on that rack, and not at all like mine. So there I was, in Chicago, with a coat that didn't belong to me, and some other guy's car keys. Meaning somewhere there's a man with your coat and Joe's car keys. Correct, which sort of upset Joe, too. This morning we had our business meeting, and the guy we were supposed to see was home. Sick with the flu. So your whole trip was wasted? Whole trip was wasted. Really? Joe and I had lunch, and somewhere between going from lunch back through the lobby up to his room, Joe had his wallet stolen. 
But he was going on to Japan. Did, did he have his passport? No, thank heavens. But it left him without any money and his credit cards and his driver's license, etc., etc., etc. Well, I gave him what cash I had, which wasn't much, and tomorrow I'll have the company wire money to Japan. Yeah, what'd you have for lunch? Huh? Uh, London broil. Mm. Well, anyway, when I got back here to the airport today, here I was without Joe's car keys, so I had to rent a car to drive home. What are you going to do about Joe's car, I mean? Well, tomorrow I'll see if Mrs. Rutger knows where he keeps an extra set of car keys and sends somebody to the airport to pick it up. Mm. Well, well, what about the other man, Daddy, the man who has your coat? I don't know who he is. The coat's just like mine, except that he got it at some clothing store in Boston. He must be going crazy since he has no car keys for his car. Well, it's his fault since he took your coat first. Why didn't you talk to the people in the parking lot, show them which car was Joe's, and maybe they could have started it without the keys. Men do that sometimes. They switch the wires honey, across honey, them or honey, something. The man at the parking lot wasn't going to let me take a car when I had no keys and not even the parking ticket. He was no help at all. No, I suppose not. Well, you have had a wicked 24 hours. Uh, how do these things happen? Well, they do. Seems to be the story of our life, as they say. Well, you want to hear our news? Is it good or bad? Well, a little bit of both and some in between. Well, I don't feel much like hearing any bad news. <laughs> well, why don't I get dinner on, then we'll tell you everything. In the meantime, you just relax. Debbie, set the table, and okay. I'll finish broiling the lamb chops and mashing the potatoes. Okay, Mom, uh, I'll mash the potatoes. Oh, good. And I'll make a salad, too. Well, thank you, Debbie. Okay. Here, Mr. Baxter, dear, you can relax and do the crossword puzzle, which you love. The crossword puzzle? Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, what about Aunt Maggie? How come she hasn't grabbed it already? Hey, wait a minute. Where is she, anyhow? Well, that's part of our news. She went back to Montana. Went back to Montana? Yeah. Aunt Maggie's gone? Well... How, how come? Why? Well, we'll tell you all about it later, and I do the crossword puzzle there. Your crossword, the first chance you've had since Aunt Maggie came to visit three months ago. <laughs> She's gone? Aunt Maggie's gone? Well, you hated the way she always did your crossword puzzle. Now it's yours. Work on it now, dear, while we get dinner on. Uh, somehow the fun of doing it is gone. Why did she leave? <laughs> the lamb chops just the way you like them, dear. A little bit burned. How do they look? Oh, fine. I'm waiting to hear why Aunt Maggie left us. Have some salad, Daddy. I fixed your favorite dressing. Thanks, Debbie. Why did Aunt Maggie leave? Well, dear, she had a chance to rent her house, and the people want to move in like yesterday. They want it furnished, and Aunt Maggie had certain things she wanted to put away in the attic. Oh, she's coming back then. Oh, yes. But the rental agent called last night, said the people wanted to move in so soon. And Aunt Maggie figured she'd better fly back home quickly. So Elaine Whittick drove her to the airport this morning because I had a dental appointment. It's taken me a month to get. Well, that was nice of Elaine. Yeah, well, she wanted to go shopping in Springfield anyway. Uh, as long so. as Aunt Maggie's coming back, that's not such bad news. No, not at all. The bad news is that the furnace man was back today. And something is wrong with the furnace, and he thinks we may need a new furnace. He can't get some part or something because our furnace is so old. Remember when the people sold this house to us? They assured us how new the furnace was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not, apparently. It's very old. The furnace man thinks we can get through the winter, but it's a problem we'll have to solve this summer. Solving it by getting a new furnace, I suppose. Well, you talk to him. I don't really know about these things. As for the local news, the Hilton's house burned down. The Kenwinnies are getting a divorce, or at least he's getting one, I imagine, since she... Ran off with our milkman. What? Who has eight children. Can you believe it? <laughs> You're kidding. No. 
Well, then, this is bad news. Mr. Crippen's mother had a heart attack. She oh. was rushed to the hospital at 3 this morning, but she's all right. So it's good news so far. George Gailey drove his snowmobile across the lake with three children following him, and they all broke through the ice. Good Lord. Well, they were all safe, thank heavens. My some miracle, you know, because they were, you know, frozen stiff. They were so cold. And, Daddy, my boyfriend has a new girl. Oh, honey. I don't care. I was getting bored with Clark anyway, really. <laughs> Look, I've only been gone 24 hours. Nothing happens when I'm home. How come all this news in such a short time? I don't know, dear. It's the way it always happens, isn't it? <laughs> well, we've saved the best until last, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> this is good news. Great. What is it? Tom's coming home. Tom? Tom's coming home? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was on some archaeological dig in the Middle East. He's coming home? Debbie and I don't know any more about it than you do. We just got this cable. Happy New Year, coming home, bringing a surprise love, Tom. Ten words. Our son was always a boy of few words. What's the surprise? <laughs> I don't know. What could it be? Well, Mom thinks it's some animal. You know how Tom loves animals. Well, he was in Tibet, but I doubt that he's bringing home an abominable snowman. <laughs> but he did bring a boa constrictor from Brazil. Remember that, Tom? I think <laughs> he's married. Oh. He's bringing home a new wife. Where has he been besides Tibet in the Middle East? Africa, Kenya, the Congo, Ethiopia, Saudi Arabia. Huh. Well... When is he arriving? Next week, Daddy. Well, then we'll know, huh? Well, if he has married somebody who doesn't speak English, you know, just Hindu or Arabic or Swahili, and who doesn't cook, and he doesn't have a job, and they expect to live here, and we have to support them... Yes? Well, we'll have to face it. I mean, that's my good news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll face it. In the meantime, I want to know who has my new coat, how I can find the man who took my coat and left me with his. Mm. Oh, how can life get so complicated in 24 hours? Well, apparently, dear, very easily. Life, happily, is full of surprises. I don't wish share everything, hon, but next time, could you keep your cold to yourself? This was your cold, dear. You sneezed first. You were sniffling before that. <laughs> Think of the money we spend on nasal sprays. That's why I bought four-way nasal spray today. It can cost a lot less than the leading brand. A lot less. Yeah? And you can't buy faster decongestant relief than four-way. Here, just follow the directions. Hey, that's a blast. I know. I bought four-way for me, too. And think how much we'll save on four-way with all the colds you get. You beat all the colds you give me. Hi. I'm trimming my little girl's hair. Mine was the same beautiful chestnut color once, before the grays started sneaking in. But I discovered Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It covered my grays without changing my natural color. And it has no peroxide. Loving Care made my hair shinier and softer, too. Our hair looks almost alike now. <laughs> Except mine has no bubble gum in it. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by... Four-Way Nasal Spray gives you the fastest decongestant relief possible. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.